Chris, what streaming services do you subscribe to? All of them, I think. You're part of the problem. I did cancel two last night that I didn't even know I had. Which ones? Quibi? Well, at one point I had DC. Uh, um, uh, is that still around? I don't. It might not be now. I, I thought with HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yeah, they nix it. Uh, I had it until well, I had it during the initial uh, lifetime out last year. Why did you? Because I wanted to watch Batman the animated series. It was the only way to watch it. It's a great show. Oh, okay. Did you have the Quibi, Tony? Hmm. I just found out Sam Raimi produced a show called Fifty States of Terror, I think. And he directed a couple episodes, and I kind of um, wanted to watch those. I had just signed up for the 30-day trial. I think a lot of people when did. When they canceled. What did you watch, if anything? I think Anna Kendrick did something on there. Oh, she did the sex doll show. Yeah, the sex doll was, was that in the closet. It was pretty funny. Huh. Yeah. Um, what a hit. So... I share Netflix with my ex-wife. <laughs> I think for some reason I'm still using my ex-girlfriend's Hulu because it's commercial free. Nice. Um, on my phone, but then on my computer I'm signed into my ex-wife's Hulu. I use my ex- Because she also has Showtime. I use my ex-girlfriend's Netflix till she finally changed the password. Yeah, I remember you told me about that. <clears throat> but now I got my current girlfriend's Netflix and Hulu and Disney. She get See, into her. I pay for Disney, Paramount Plus, mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus. I pay for Amazon and I pay for and HBO. Yeah. She get into your ex's profile and mess up her algorithm. Can't, can't do it. Yeah, I think she barely uses it anymore because it never shows like it never updates my shows or anything. That's how they get you with these streaming services. You forget about them and they yeah. keep charging you. Yeah. She doesn't listen. She wouldn't be listening to this. <laughs> no. She's, Not unless her attorney listens. She's fixing dogs on a farm somewhere or some shit. I think she's fix, fixing cows on a farm somewhere. Discovered today one of the negatives about no longer dating a veterinarian. Your dog just has to die now. <laughs> when your dog gets sick, you got to take him to an actual vet. <clears throat> or take her out back. I don't want Yeller to die. Why would you do that to Stella? That's terrible. Take her out back and go potty. What you think? Yeah, potty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For puppy love. Mm-hmm. For puppy love. For puppy love. <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm all right. Awesome. Cool. Hey. That's Chris. Who? Oh. He's best producer in the business. That's I Tyler. wondered what the fuck no. his name was. I felt embarrassed. That's Tyler. <laughs> it's too late for oh. me to ask now. <clears throat> I'm Tony. You And are? this is Popcorn Tribunal. You know my boss said to me today? Uh-oh. We were in a conference call, and he goes... Hey, to Le- hey, to Les. I'm like, what's up, Jero? He goes, why does your license plate say fucking popcorn? I was like, well, because the name of my podcast is Popcorn Tribunal. And he goes, podcasts don't have anything to do with popcorn. I said, no, but when you go to a movie theater and you watch <laughs> yeah. movies, typically you want to eat like popcorn. And our podcast is about movies, hence Popcorn Tribunal. And he goes, uh... And just kept talking. I was like, thanks. And that's why I don't work there yeah. anymore. <laughs> I forgot you know him. But yeah, so that happened. So that was fun. Jerome, huh? No, Jero. Jero. It's his last name. Oh. Nice guy. <clears throat> yeah. Good dude. Will he listen to this? Nope. <laughs> just, okay. Let's talk about some movie news. <clears throat> yes. Christopher, do you want to talk about some movie news? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, let's see. I made a Tim Allen noise. The latest uh, comic books made into a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany Haddish has signed on to 
run, or not to run, sorry, to play the lead in Netflix's un- upcoming adaptation of the noir comic series Mystery Girl. Yeah. That'll be something somebody watches, maybe. Yeah. So, intriguingly enough, <clears throat> Tiffany Haddish is one of those that I either like or I hate. Well, she just won a Grammy. Yes, she did. Um, so did Taika Waititi. Yeah, because... Why the hell is producing the soundtrack? Yeah, the Jojo Rabbit. Why is that qualified? That movie came out like two years ago. I don't know, man. Grammys are whack. Yep. And whap. But (laughs) he's two steps away from an EGOT. Tony and a... An Oscar and a Tony. He has an Emmy? Mm Mm-hmm. For what? For the uh, TV show. What we do in the shadows. I didn't... I forgot about that. I'm surprised he doesn't have an Oscar yet, and it'll be there. He was close. I mean, he was nominated. A couple times. Yeah. Yeah. I found it. <clears throat> so, basically, as the title would suggest, Mystery Girl is a mystery graphic novel series. About a girl. From 2016. Um, about a psychic. Ooh. So, we're going to get psychic Tiffany. Or, uh, Tiff- uh, Tiffany Haddish, you can't talk. Matt Damon. So, <clears throat> have you guys noticed the uh, trailers for the new Mighty Ducks series on Disney Plus yet? No. I'm aware of them. I have not watched them. So, because have I you seen care. Emilio I Ate Charlie Estevez? Oh. Well, he just announced that Young Guns 3 is currently in development. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know, right? So, this was the original cast. Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Lou Diamond Phillips. Mm-hmm. And Emilio Estevez. As the beaver. How many movies did Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez do together? Couldn't tell you. They're both in John Hughes movies, and that's that's the, you want me to find out. That's the breadth of my no, knowledge. No, I just thought it was interesting. I never realized that they were brothers in movies together. Oh. I mean, I knew they were brothers, but the correlation never happened. Brother. Someone should do a Google. Chris, you want to do a Google? <laughs> I'm trying. At a boy. Maybe. So, when asked about the third Young Guns, he said, "Yeah, it's definitely in the works. I drive a lot, and I spend a little time in the Midwest." Me too. People will tell me, hey, we haven't seen you on screen for a while. Come back. We'd love to see you in the movies again. For the record, nobody tells Emilio Estevez You're that. You're so mean. <laughs> but so, correct. But he played Billy the Kid. Uh-huh. Now he played Fat Billy the Kid. In the end of Young Guns 2, Billy the Kid disappeared. Never Billy the Diabetic died. Kid. So the question is, did he die? Did he not? So Will he get his insulin shot? <laughs> So, anyways, that was pretty interesting. Would Speaking you watch it? I did know oh. that um, oh. Jojo Rabbit did win a Grammy, a uh. Grammy for best compilation soundtrack for visual media. He and Taika Waititi was like, "That's he, an award I can win." He was clearly a touch weirded out to be getting an award for a film that was released nearly a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But the eligibility period for the program stretched back to September first. Who entered him? Twenty nineteen, and Jojo Rabbit was released on October eighteenth. Grammys are whack. He beat out Frozen 2, <laughs> A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Really? Bill and Ted Face the Music, and Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. So that award was Which, a by joke. the way, is it now is an now Oscar nominated film. Oscar. Correct. <laughs> Blows my mind. Do we want to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk a little bit about the Oscars. Sure. The nominations. I made sure. some notes. He made some notes. I did. <laughs> So, um, the cool thing about the soundtrack for Jojo Rabbit, for mm-hmm. those of you that have seen it, and I know we have, is mm-hmm. that there were a lot of pop, pop hits, but they were in German. Dancing for Hilden. <laughs> what? Der Wiesentag. 
Yeah, so like David Bowie's Heroes, mm-hmm. but it was in German, or mm-hmm. I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Well, okay, We Can Be Heroes. You know about that song, where it came from, right? It has to do with the Berlin Wall. It was written in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Okay, didn't know if you knew that. Yeah, I knew that. That's the connection. I, I apologize. A piece he's, of trivia. He's now an Emmy and a Tony away. He has an Oscar and has a Grammy. That made more sense. Yeah. What do you win an Oscar for? Um, Screenplay, probably. Yeah, best adapted screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Can't believe I forgot about that. So he could win an Emmy for what we do in the shadows. And then he'll just make a play just because. Because you know. well, Jojo Rabbit put that on Broadway. That'd be sure. amazing. Sure. Hunt for the Wilder People, the musical. I'd watch that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, dude. Absolutely. Have the kid from the movie play it. On, He's play getting it. old now. Yeah. What was the last thing he was in? Deadpool 2. But he's going to be in Godzilla vs. Kong. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Julian I saw a new Denison. trailer for that, by the way, and I have to be honest pretty with Pretty fucking you, cool looking, It looks it? pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that a girl from Bill, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown. She was Brown, in the, uh, the last one. I didn't know she was in this one as well. I think Kyle Chandler's coming back, he too. Is. But no kick-ass, because no one will hire that man except Christopher Nolan, I guess. Why won't anybody hire him? I don't know. Bring him back for Zilla. Bring him back for uh, WandaVision. I don't know. I don't know. I like kick-ass. All right, so the Oscar nominations came out. Hooray. There were some interesting snubs. Tins. A couple surprises. What is the Oscars, Tony? It is an awards. No, when? When? I don't know, April? <laughs> when When are the Tonys Oscar? <laughs> I love that movie. So, Someone had to. Some of the most notable snubs. Um, mm-hmm. Regina, Regina King. King. Uh, Spike Lee was snubbed for The Five Bloods. May I have an interesting piece of trivia before you get too far ahead of yourself? You may. Glenn Close is nominated for a Razzie and an Oscar for the same role, and that's the first time that's ever happened. For Hillbilly yeah. Elegy? Isn't that, isn't that funny? Wow. Huh. Never happened. Now, there's been, like, Halle Berry and I think um, Sandy Bullock have won an Oscar and a Razzie back-to-back, but they were for different movies, so huh. this is the first time it's been the same performance. That's interesting. Right? Tom Hanks for News of the World. Oh, they have to give him an Oscar nom. You know, I saw that movie. Was it fine? I didn't even realize I saw that movie. Yeah, you never mentioned it. <laughs> um, it was It was fine. It was underwhelming. It seems like an Oscar bait movie. The little girl in the movie. Does was he fantastic. do an accent? Um, no. Okay. That's, no, that's he surprising. was as much um, Woody as you would think he would be in real life. What a Woody! Hmm. <laughs> in an interesting twist, though, Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman were both nominated for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm-hmm. but the movie itself didn't receive a single nomination. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe we had something to do with that? I'd like to think we did. Yeah, because we said it was not great. All the Academy of Voters listened in was like, oh, they got a point there. Some of the surprises, Sound of Metal was nominated for Best Picture. Very happy about that. Um, Chris Susan. Pleasantly surprised that Lakeith Stanfield was nominated. For Supporting Actor? Yeah. Against the other Supporting Actor. Yeah. So Judas and the Black Messiah are, are both nominated. Uh, I don't know. I mean, was Fred Hampton really a supporting actor? He, I'd say he like played he's, a pretty lead role. I'd say either of them could be considered the lead, but that's just semantics. It felt at like that a point. double bill to me. I mean, I could handle it. Sure, but they know but, Chadwick's going to win, so oh, yeah. I'd be a little. Well, uh-huh. at least Lakeith is nominated for supporting. So my boy, so good, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Maria Bakalova for Borat. I figured that one was going to happen. 
Yeah, but why? I don't know. The first Borat was a Oscar favorite too. Was it really? It was. I don't remember that. I think I got a screenplay nomination or something wacky. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, Jason Momoa decided to comment about Amber Heard mm-hmm. and Aquaman. And he says he's playing she Knuckles hasn't been in, fired. in Sonic 2. What? Did you not know this? No. Oh. But what did he actually say Look about Amber Heard? Look at you bringing movie news to the table without Googling it. That's impressive. Thank you, friend. Yeah. Buddy. I'm trying. <laughs> um, he said that... Um, Fuck that bit. In kind of a similar Bill Burr scenario where he made the uh, commentary about oh. Gina Carano. He said when he is on set, everything in his life becomes about production and not sure. about personal life. Sure. And so he doesn't care what Amber Heard has done in her personal life. Sure. As long as she can act and does her job, he doesn't care. And Warner Brothers is like, shut the fuck up. Justice League's coming out this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Good timing, Momoa. <laughs> Amber Heard's in that. In what? Uh, Justice League. Did she get... Is she in it? She was in the original cut, and then right. she was in one of the trailers, so I assume she's in this cut. Huh. Okay. Could be wrong. So, speaking of Justice League, that comes out... Thursday. Snyder Cut comes out Thursday, right. I yes. think. Yes. Four hours, two minutes. Right. Four hours and two minutes. It's at 70-something, almost 80 on RT right now, which is good. Yeah, but I mean, Rotten Tomatoes panned Rise of Skywalker, and we loved it, so... And Chips. And I mean, Chips. Could go either way, honestly. Yeah. Um, but my that, hope is that I can sit down and it doesn't feel like four hours. We might need to break it up, just because... Because of your bladder? Well, there's that, too. But uh, it's already broken up into chapters, which might be useful. Um... And we will discuss this more, but I tried to watch the three-hour cut of BVS, and I'm like, this is just too much movie. BVS, for the uh, one listener in Montana, is Batman Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice and email attachments. So I sat sat down yesterday to try and, Mm -hmm. in the background, roll through the DCEU. How far did you make it? I didn't even get started. Man of Steel started, and you're like, nope. No, I just realized Cherry came out, and so I sat down and watched you that. You popped your Cherry instead. Uh, okay. How about a quick review for the folks at home? Uh, filmmaking was fantastic. Tom Holland was exceptional. The Russo brothers. The 23-year-old girl who plays his girlfriend slash wife in the movie looks no. like she's eight, and it's very disturbing. I don't like that. Well, he looks like he's eight, too. So, it um, But he... He, I mean, he was very believable as a drug addict. I mean, very believable. No, not like that. Like, really, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Good. I mean, he, he was... Well, being retarded and being... Can I say that word? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> being... Sure. He's going to put a horse nail <laughs> well, on the fuck. top of it. I don't even nah. know what fucking word that being was, Being differently the way. abled and... Differently abled. Drug addicted or not the same thing? I just want to clarify that. But now we both look like assholes because I said retarded, and now I said it twice. Oh, Jesus. Um, <clears throat> but he was believable. She was just consistently passed out, so there was really no... <laughs> what a job! But she... Um, so, <laughs> but it's interesting, right? Because he, he plays a guy who joins the military, mm-hmm. gets deployed, mm-hmm. sees a bunch of people die, comes mm-hmm. back with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Because of the Drop PTSD, he becomes something? addicted to painkillers. Oh, painkillers transition into heroin. Right, right, right. Oh, oh. And then oh. turns to a life of crime to support his heroin habit. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man would be 
so upset. But the Russo brothers always seem to do a pretty dynamic job. And there were, I would say... Did you enjoy their work in uh, You, Me, and Dupree? There were probably about 10 minutes of breaking the fourth wall scenes. What? And I wasn't expecting them. Who does? Tom Holland. He's like, hello, kind everybody self, enjoying kind the film? narrates Okay. So, like, when there's a period of time Is he where, British or is he doing his... Oh, he's, he's American. He's speaking with an American oh, accent. Oh, boy. But whenever there's a space of time where they don't, like, identify that there's been a space of time that has passed... Mm-hmm. He would kind of intro that mm-hmm. in that breaking the fourth wall kind of monologue. Like Kristen Stewart in Twilight. No. Because <laughs> um, she was not actually on camera talking. Oh, so she's actually looking in camera, yeah, not the narration. No, well, that's what breaking the fourth wall is called. I, you're correct. Yeah. I'm, I'm When wrong. you make eye contact with the camera. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, get a load of this guy, am I right? And then you go... <laughs> Wink, wink at the camera. <laughs> I see you. <coughs> I'm you. Deadpool? Question yes. mark. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it was. It wasn't a movie that I didn't want to turn off. It what wasn't a, a what movie, an endorsement. It wasn't a movie that I wanted to turn off. Mm-hmm. Um. I did happen to order some spicy ramen to eat for lunch as sure. I was watching it, and sure. I was lifting a half of a ramen egg to my mouth to take a bite. Mm-hmm. In a scene where they were coming down off of heroin and throwing up all over the place. That sounds so like a fantastic the t- lunch. The timing was terrible. Did um, you finish it anyways? Yeah, I did. What a man. I'm a fat guy. But the um, well. but it's, the movie was good. I mean, three, three and a half out of five. Okay. Um, Nothing out of rush to see, but if you want to check it out. I mean, I already paid for Apple TV Plus, you know. So. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um. And then I did also see, just to kind of throw this out there, I saw Chaos Walking. Chaos Walking. Chaos Walking. If you like. For those of so us that were raised speaking the English language. Correct. Uh, that has Daisy Ridley. I miss her. As well as Tom Holland. Um, oh. Right. Also has... Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen, who was Hannibal. creepy as hell. Cool. And then that English guy who played in the movie with Anne Hathaway over... Um, the guy from Doctor Strange? His name is like Daniel Oko. I don't know. I don't oh. Know. Or it's, I don't know. Oh, now it's bugging me. No, it's not Chowelty. Chowelty. Oh, who are you talking about? Oh, God. Oh. But there were some people like with major beards that I did not expect. I like I like that So Demian Bashir was in it. Demi Lovato. Okay. David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. I know who that is. David Oyelowo. I'm pretty sure Chittlewith was the one in the Anne Hathaway movie. Chowelte, you're right. I'm s- I apologize to it's every okay. black actor on the planet. We, we are two, but two honkies who cannot say words. I Nick apologize. Jonas was in it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, other than that, not a, not a bunch of big names. Um, what was the film about? So, basically, Earth is broken down and in you cried. the 2600s, um, large spaceships had traveled to different areas. Mm-hmm. This New sounds why This was New fuck. World 2. And when they landed, they discovered that all of the men's thoughts were clearly visible to everybody. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but the women's thoughts were not. Oh. So. How can this be? I don't want to give away the story just in case because it's still fairly new to the theater. Um, mm-hmm. Long story short, Daisy Ridley is the first woman that Tom Holland's character has ever seen. 
And there were some comedic moments when I, his thoughts were on a there, collision course there was with one, wackiness. One scene where they're sitting under a tarp because it's raining. <laughs> and it transitions to her like leaning towards him and he leans over and kisses her and she's like, what? And then the scene disappears and it was just his thought of her kissing him. It was pretty funny. She's like, that's not going to happen. And he's like, no, 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 no. And runs off. It was pretty funny. But there were some... There were some comedic moments where he was very embarrassed. Was it a laugh riot? Um, no, it was funny though. There were some funny moments. Okay, okay. But the 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 scene or the individual that I was talking about, Daniel Oyelowo, mm-hmm. who um, he played the preacher. Oh. And the, the cool thing was all of his thoughts mm-hmm. were very extremely well animated and and. CGI was fantastic, but they all had like flames and cool. fire and brimstone with them. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I had some some trivia. Well, you say you didn't you liked it, but you didn't love it. Talk about that while I look up the trivia I had saved. Yeah, why did you have trivia for? Because some interesting people were involved with this movie at different points. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But, you know, buy me some time, dog. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was um it was so it was written by a gay man. A gay man. It was based on a short story written by a gay man. A gay man. And um, it was initially the guys who were played the parent or the adopted father of Tom Holland's character, they were gay. And initial, your initial shock is mm. like, oh, someone's making a movie with two gay dads just to kind of pander, right? But then you realize it's only fucking dudes on the planet. <laughs> Makes and sense. out of the number of men that are there, there's mm-hmm. going to be some point where they're going to have some sort of desire for some sort of an emotional or intimate connection. So, so prison rules. So okay, yeah, prison rules based. No, that's legitimate I know, though, right? I know. Um, and so it just it started making sense. But initially, you were just like, oh, they're fucking pandering, you know. And then I was like, no, but it kind of makes sense. Okay. I mean, if there's no chicks, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna read off some names if I may. <clears throat> Okay, let me finish, though. Our apologies. Um, so, overall, mm-hmm. the story, for taking a short story and turning it into a movie, I thought it I thought it was very well done. Sure. There was one piece of the story, and that was, they called them spackles, I think. Uh, what? They were the alien race that were on the planet. What do they look like? They look like aliens. Um, big, beefy, muscular aliens, actually. CGI? But they were the enemies of the humans, like... The the they attacked the humans and killed all the women. That's how there were no women on the, the planet. Where does Daisy Ridley come from? Or am I gonna have to watch to find out? Daisy Ridley comes from space. Um, she is Ray. No, she's <laughs> she's one of the settlers that has traveled to settle on one of these other new worlds. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Okay, but um, I would say see, watch it. I'd be interested because I I actually sat in the movie theater going, uh-huh. I'm enjoying this movie, but I feel like Tyler would pick it apart. Like oh, I no. legitimately you thought want me about to? that. No, but I feel like you would have some faults. I you would definitely find some faults with it, but it was sure. an enjoyable movie. Um, I, I find that I enjoy movies a little more when you're not there. Ouch. But then, no, and there's Ouchie. a reason for that. Just because I, I, we have little things where, like, you, you'll give me a look and I'll know what that look means when hey, you're watching hey, the movie, right? Hey. <laughs> or I can read your body language. Mm-hmm. And so it was funny that I found myself thinking what you would think about this movie when, if you were there watching it. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Give me some names. 
Charlie Kaufman. Do you know who that is? Yes. Who did uh, just recently? I'm thinking of ending things on a Melissa Synecdoche, New York adaptation, being John Malkovich, Eternal Sunshine, all those. Really sad existential man, right? Wrote the first draft of this. Really? And I'm like, why? Huh. I think he's credited somewhere, but I could be wrong. Robert Zemeckis. It would have been way darker. Correct. <laughs> I don't. I'm kind of interested to see what almost he would have done with this. Almost you know? a little wonky, and I don't know if the story would have worked with a little bit of right. his wonky. It's like how David Lynch was approached to direct Return of the Jedi. You're like, that would have been a very well, different movie. Well, it's like movie. Eli Roth and Borderlands. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he just did a kids movie though, with the Jack Black and the house and the Kate Blanchett, and they got a cluck in the walls. Did oh, he really do that? I I that, was that was him. That was him. Robert Zemeckis was attached to direct at one point. Blah, blah, blah. But here's what's interesting. Do you know who Fetty Alvarez is? He did... Fetty Wap? No. He did the Evil Dead reboot. He did Don't Breathe. Okay. He directed all the reshoots. Really? I don't know why, but he did. Huh. Who actually directed it? Doug Lyman, who did The Born Identity... Uh, Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Edge of Tomorrow, Jumper, and that... Um, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Just based on mm-hmm. some of the action sequences of the movie, it mm-hmm. actually makes a lot of sense. But just those two distinct voices I find interesting. I wonder why they brought Fetty in to direct the reshoots. I don't know. Hmm. But I was scrolling through because I was interested about the this movie for whatever reason. And toilet reading, you know? I mean, it's not bad. It's no. not bad at all. I think I would enjoy it. Yeah. If I saw, like, a matinee or something. I'd love to pick it apart, so I'll try to see it before next episode. Um, I've spent a little time thinking about... Is it about, on streaming, or is it just in theaters? It's just in theaters. Weird. <laughs> I've spent some time thinking about if it was predictable or not. Was it? Um, I would say yes and no. Option C. I would say the manner in which your predictability comes to fruition. Well, whatever happened to predictability... Like, the end result, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. But what happened in the middle, not so much. Like WandaVision. <laughs> I didn't like WandaVision. Well, I know, but it, was predict- it wasn't predictable until it was, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like every choice they went with was I the still, most obvious I still, one. I still can't wait to see with that one scene between the two visions, how that's going to play out. Because technically there's a vision in the world that knows or believes he is mm-hmm. vision. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be interesting. I mean it was a it was a brilliant way of reintroducing a vision mm-hmm. to the Marvel universe. Sure. Especially after taking him away twice. Yeah, and when you actually go through the movies he's in and she's in, they don't have a lot of time to develop yeah. those two, so But there swing. was there was a thing that I saw today about how COVID affected the Have you heard about this? No. Okay. There's a lot left out of the finale, and the finale was rushed because of COVID. So that's why some oh. storylines are just hanging, and it felt... So you know how some animals will imprint... Clumsy. Will imprint on people, or like... like... Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yes! Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's use that as an example. So that's a real thing. And I saw a short video online that said that it it felt like... The relationship between Wanda and Vision mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily as much of a romantic one as it was that Vision imprinted on her because oh. she was the first person in his line of sight when he burst out of the container and 
Not superhero true. landed on top of it. Not true. Incorrect. I watched the movie to find out. Was she in the room? She was directly in front of his. I remember she. He saves her at one he point. He was the Ultron. first person. He was. She was the first you person that he looked at. Well, he thought he looked out the little window. No, he looked straight up. Brought his head up. She was, was right she there. She in the room. Yeah. Huh. I need to watch Ultron again. Yeah. For many reasons. Yeah. So. Um, but I was like, no way, it's fucking editing. So I went back and watched it again, and mm-hmm. it was indeed. No yeah. So he pops out of the box, lands, does a superhero landing. He's got his left knee up. He looks up, makes, makes eye contact, and then looks, I think it was to the right, towards the camera. And that's when he was looking out. I thought, for whatever reason, because it's been a while, I thought he looked at Thor first, and that's where the little cape comes from. Well, because Thor was at the window. Mm-hmm. Which is why he... W- well, Thor's the one that ultimately brought him to life. Yeah, but then he walked away. Oh, okay, he's like, I am done now. Yeah, because well, he was he was he was in his moody stage, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, well, let's I, say well, Ultron's not one of my favorite Marvel movies, so I just haven't watched it in a while. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Though um, a lot of good stuff in it. What's his name? Who played Ultron? James Spader. Spader's a brilliant. I do, I do yeah. love that man. <laughs> okay, so we've transitioned back into superhero movies. Part of the point of what we wanted to talk about tonight was the DC Extended Universe. Mm, yes, the attempted one. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to hand the discussion over to you sure. to lead it, and uh, there's, we can have some conversations. There's no real organization, right? It's just like... It's really just release order. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, cinematic universes became the thing because of Marvel... Yeah. Clearly, and like, what's the other big superhero comic book property? You got yeah, DC, which are only been successful really at that point with either Batman or Superman. So, what differs the DC EU from, say, the Brandon Routh Superman movie? I mean, it's a different universe. What are you asking? What What makes it a different universe? It's not Brandon Routh or that. Well, here's the thing about Superman Returns, right? It's kind of the Reeve universe and kind of isn't, right? And like. That movie came out the same year as Batman Begins, and I think made more money than Batman Begins, but, like, I think Batman Begins was cheaper, so they're like, this Nolan guy's got some. We're going to go ahead so, with him. So, but do you include Batman Begins in the DCEU? No, we're not talking about that. We're talking okay. about leading up to it. They, okay. They had, the closest thing they had to an extended universe was a Dark Knight trilogy, right? Right. And I guess before that, they had Christopher Reeve movies, and they had the Burton slash Schumacher Batman movies. Well, so this is what... Um, multiple sites listed as the nine, the released DCU movies. So you've got Man of Steel, right? Zack Snyder, twenty thirteen, right? Um, that introduced Henry Cavill mm-hmm. as Superman, and then Batman v Superman, BVS, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, David Ayer, uh huh, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman, Patty Jenkins, Justice League. Which uh, to me, Wonder Woman probably still stands as my favorite DCU. There are a handful of them I love. Yeah, and. We'll talk about all the rest. Well, that is one of them. Yeah. That is one of them. Yeah. But to me, that that was kind that of that stands atop for mm-hmm. me. Well, so. that was the first one to kind of get away from the Zack Snyder look and feel, and that was the one yeah. that made money and got critical. Which claim, interestingly enough maintained to. the costume look of the Zack Snyder look. And it feel brightened it up a little bit, but you're right. And there but are then some it Zack changed, Snyder in 1984. Isms. They changed it up. Did a you know bit. he worked on that script on '84? Uh, no, first one. I believe it. Mm-hmm. And him and his wife produced the first one and the second one. And I believe he's also do producing Gun Suicide Squad. So the same year that Wonder Woman came out, though. It was Justice League. The original Justice the, yes, League. first attempt at Justice League, which we'll, we'll talk about. Which Zack Snyder's credited, even though Joss Whedon did a majority. Most of it, yeah. Yeah. 
And then Aquaman, and 2018. We'll talk, did you know, so Justice League was originally supposed to be two parts. Yeah. Kind of a two-part epic. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know for sure, but I assume the four-hour cut that's coming out this well, week is just part The original story one. was based upon Cyborg and someone who had such a bright future ahead uh-huh. of them being so destroyed that they didn't think they had anywhere to go. Uh-huh. And then he finds this family. And then he finds this family. Right, right, right. right? Well, so that was the whole up. story right. that Zach, not, Zach had planned, right? Right. Well, there's, there, there's more than that, And then right? Racist Whedon comes in. Racist Whedon. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's barely in the finished movie. But it's more than that, because, like... Some, makes sense that he's good friends with Adam Baldwin. Well, yeah. Well, there's plot points in BBS that just aren't followed up on, like Batman's Nightmare and then yeah. uh, Flash coming back to warn him. Uh, who was the guy in Batman's Nightmare? What do you mean? The, the big wasn't there a big baddie in the nightmare? I think it's Dark Side. Was it? That's I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because that's what they're all leading up to. Because the new trailer that just came out for the mm-hmm. new Justice League. Well, there's a new Steppenwolf who's in. Yeah, but the latest trailer that was released well, is had Dark, Dark Side, Side, right? Yeah. Well, they're both in the movie, mm-hmm. but I think Steppenwolf's like doing Dark Side's dirty Such work. Such a great band, right? That's true. Um, I read an article today that Patty Jenkins refused to do one of the original storylines of the original Wonder Woman. Did you see that? I didn't know that. So the reason why the women all moved to the island is Mm -hmm. because some men invaded the world of the Amazons and just raped everybody. Jesus. And that was was part of an original storyline. It was also part of the original kind of Wonder Woman intro. Right. And uh, Patty Jenkins refused to put it in the movie, which I thought was kind of cool. That's fair. I know she had problems, like what people don't like, and we'll talk about, well, I'll save this for Wonder Woman. Let's just keep going down the list okay. so we can talk okay. about them in order. No worries. Um, so then Aquaman, 2018. James, Which made a billion dollars. James Wan. All right. Um, I didn't dislike it. It's fine, and yeah. we'll talk about it. We saw it together, actually. Shazam, which My is favorite. your favorite. Correct. <laughs> and has gradually climbed the list for me. I mm-hmm. think um, Zachary... Quinto. No, it's not Quentin. What's his name? Zachary Snyder. No, it's not. I can't remember his name. Anyways, um, Chuck, the guy who played Chuck. Oh, Zachary Levi. Sorry. Thank Sorry. You. A lot of Zach's going on over here. <laughs> uh, and then 2020, Birds of Prey. Which we loved. Uh, Kathy Yan directed that one. Mm-hmm. And then in 84. Wonder Woman 84. Okay. So then you've got the coming soon movies. Do you just want to talk wanna, about those? Do you want to wait and we'll talk about the releases? I think let's that'll be how we wrap it up. Let's okay. talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. the the Snyder cut and then we'll talk about all the upcoming ones. All right, all right. So let's start with Man of Steel. Did you see this in theaters? Like, uh yes. Did you know it was gonna be an extended universe when you saw that film? I don't think anybody really knew it was gonna be an extended universe at that point. Well, did you know how I thought that they were just Nolan was? No. Okay, so I think he wrote it and he helped write it and produced it. And they kind of because I think what Warner Brothers wanted was like the Dark Knight feel, but for Superman. So Man of Steel was a movie that didn't feel like a Zack Snyder movie. I disagree, but go on. So because everything that I think of Zack Snyder from is just... Well, let's talk about that. What, what do you associate with him? Uh, dark. Everything's just kind of dark and shadowed, right? Sure. And Man of Steel didn't feel overwhelmingly dark and shadowed. Even the Krypton stuff? Well, the Krypton stuff, but Krypton has always been featured as visibly dark. Unless you're Marlon Brando. But then if you look at Batman and Superman, right? That's more certainly For sure, that's more his vision. And I think that's more Nolan stepping away. Yeah. But I think Man of Steel is a very 
Snydery version of Superman. I like Henry Cavill as I, Superman. He's not the problem. Yeah. I it's just not Superman. I mean, you can explore it from well, that angle. Do you say it's not Superman just because you have a reverence for Christopher Reeve? No, but I mean, comic book wise. Because I'll be honest with you, I liked Brandon Routh as Superman, but it felt like oh, he was trying I, to play Christopher I, Reeve playing Superman. Well, that's exactly what he was trying to do. Yeah. That's what he was instructed to do, and that's why he was hired because he kind of looked like him. I think I like him too. I but think it's also ruined me for everything else that he's done. Correct. Well, except I still Scott Pilgrim. Christopher Reeve. Well, yeah, except for Scott. He's great yeah. in that. And then he played a dirty cop in The Rookie. And then he's good in that, too. Yeah, he was pretty good um, there. I, I think Superman Returns is a much worse movie than Man of Steel. Oh, for sure. It's an uglier, more miserable movie. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I think the fact that it tries to present itself as the Reeve universe makes it worse yeah. somehow. <laughs> I mean, the Tommy Gun bullet to the eyeball was just... Well, like, that's... Ugh. All the cool shit's in the trailer, right? Yeah. Like, the playing shit, the eyeball shit, and the rest of the movie's just this dark... Drab yeah. movie with very little Superman action um, going on. But let's talk about Man of Steel. And then you also had like Kate Bosworth, who doesn't look a thing like Marco. Who doesn't look a thing like Marco Kidder? Yeah. Um, and the storyline with the kid. Yeah. But here's the thing: like it, it kind of pisses me off that we didn't get to see the next thing. And if you look into his sequel, like it looks like a much more interesting movie than the first yeah. one. So it's kind of a shame. I'm with you. Yeah, but, but I have no interest in ever watching that yeah. movie again. But Man of Steel, let's talk about that. Okay. I don't think it has to be happy-go-lucky, dorky Christopher Reeve, but I think there needs to be some semblance of hope. Yeah, but I like the fact that. Unlike, I mean, it, not necessarily bad fleck depth, but there's sure. so, there's some heaviness to Cavill as Superman. Yeah, and I think it's the whole. Well, if you had these Doctor Manhattan, right? Which I mean, right. he it, Snyder did uh, Watchmen, which is a much better version of that. But it feels like he's trying to recycle that almost, right? And make it fit Superman, even though it doesn't necessarily. Like, right, if you're but, this odd, immortal, but oddly enough, though, he he transitioned away from that for the other Superman movies and Justice League and. It felt like he stepped away from kind of that Dr. Manhattan kind of thing. Uh, BVS, I would say he did not. I think he doubled down Is on it, it different in the three-hour cut than it is in the standard theater cut? Not I really. I haven't seen the theater. Not really. Okay. Um, and then we haven't seen his Justice League, so who knows? Yeah. But, I mean, the Superman in that movie I don't think was what he intended at all because it goes back to that. It'll be interesting to Christopher see, Christopher Reeve, hopeful, How the whatever. character develops in the new Justice League. Sure. I kind of uh, I enjoyed the original Justice League. We both did. But I enjoyed it, but it felt like it was Oh, Wonder Woman succeeded. Cool. Let's make let's this a Wonder a Woman movie. Right. Right? I felt I said that when we were leaving no, you the did. theater. Yeah. You did. Um I think it like it's very studio mandated, right? Like it's 2 That's hours sure. on the dot. Yeah. Um, but I, I just enjoyed seeing the characters interact because it's like, oh, cool, Flash. This feels like Flash. That's kind of cool. Right. Cyborg doesn't do a lot, but that feels like Cyborg. But the thing that I love about the new one is that supposedly those storylines are all broken Fleshed out. Fleshed out more because right. they, have, they have time to. Which will be good because I'm, I'm kind of glad that it's coming out prior to the new Flash movie. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. So. Um, but that Man of Steel, the one thing I don't like, like Superman and 9-11 imagery... Yes. Doesn't work for me. No. I think, like, I was with the movie up to that point, and yeah. then it's, like, around an hour of just carnage, and he's not trying to save anyone. And people, Everyone's argued it. Like, it's his first day. He doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Sure. But that doesn't mean I'm, like, I'm not enjoying this. I don't know what I'm supposed to get out of this. It's just miserable. Yeah. 
I didn't like the... In Batman vs. Superman, I didn't like the way that they replayed that fight. Oh, that was one of the things I did like about that movie, seeing it from a different perspective. But it's not that I didn't like the fight from a different perspective. It's, okay. It's Ben Affleck stealing a security Jeep Compass branding mm-hmm. with the you know with the Wayne right. Enterprises logo on the You're side right. of it, and all of a sudden he's a speedy driver in dodging full buildings, and then it's stuff like that. It felt, oh, it felt contrived. Oh, I mean, and then you got to check in on uh, what is it? And the Man of Steel. This is like one corner of a set we have where. Perry White and Lois Lane are at, and it's like, why do we keep cutting back here? Oh, wait, look, it's the Daily Planet, and the ball's falling. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and I think, let's talk about Batman v Superman, because that movie, because all these movies have felt very reactionary to other movies, right? The nightmare sequence, Mm -hmm. I thought was, I like, I was like, that's fucking cool. No, and I think I said this to you in a text, or maybe on the show or something, like, there's individual sequences in that movie that I think would make an amazing, like, 40-minute, hour-long... nightmare sequence is fleshed out more in Justice Right, because it's kind of like, well, what, when you watch the theatrical cut of Justice League, it's like, what the hell was any yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, like all these movies have felt reactionary to the previous right. movies, right? Like Batman v Superman. Like they made... were trying to tie them together. Well, no, no, not even that. It's like, what did people complain about with Man of Steel? Oh, right. oh all the destruction. So we're going to make it clear that there's nobody in the five and we're mile make radius. It clear that that destruction is. Ex- is exactly what creates the premise for this movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Justice League is just a complete reaction to how people reacted to his two previous movies. So it's yeah. like, we're going to lighten it up. We're going to weed it up, get yeah. jokes. Because Avengers was popular. He did both of those. Yeah. It makes me sad that the Cyborg movie was canceled. Because, well, he, let right. me say this. Okay. If this Justice League pans out to be the story that they're talking about, uh-huh. it makes me sad to think that the possibility... Of a cyborg movie exploring mm-hmm. his origins mm-hmm. and the depth and the darkness of that character in itself is never going to be seen. Right. And I think that's why... Well, let's keep going through the movies, though. But realistically, Cyborg is a tertiary character in everything that he's ever been in. He's never really been the lead the focus. character. Even right. Teen Titans. It's right. always Robin, right? Right. Um, so, sure, the thought of Cyborg carrying a movie probably wouldn't have done as well as a Wonder Woman or a Flash. Well, here's the other thing, right? This franchise is, in two years would have been going for a decade, and I think they're up to nine or ten movies yeah. where Marvel's almost at 30. I yeah. could be wrong on that. Yeah. But I think, like... But Disney is just keep, a machine. Right, but if you keep fleshing some of these characters out, then you could have had a cyborg movie that people would have been interested in, because... I think how the MCU started was like, we don't have the rights to Spider-Man or the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, all the ones people know. We're going to start with Iron Man and Thor, and people were interested in them. And I think DC... Well, they did them brilliantly. I mean, the original Thor, the original Mm -hmm. Iron Man, they were brilliant. Yeah, and they they were very clear about their plan. Yeah. And that they haven't been reactionary up to this point. And they were introductory movies. Mm -hmm. There was no... It wasn't all about the We're going to jump right into a story that everybody knows. From Yeah, from going to a man a Superman movie to when I was sitting up the Justice League and now we're at the Justice League. Yeah, in it three doesn't movies. work really. Three, four movies. That's why Wonder Woman worked. It's like, oh, yeah. we could just And then chill. you throw Suicide Squad in the middle and it really has no bearing on any of the future and movies. Suicide Squad might be the definition of a reactionary movie yeah. just in how in terms that edit was put together. <laughs> They're like Guardians is well, popular. What, People like this. That's what James this Gunn said. James Gunn trailer. said, you know, it was a shotgun movie. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they made the movie to capitalize on the name of the Suicide Squad. And and now he yeah. wants to do it right. right. Correct. Yeah. And I like that they're starting to do that more. Well, that why within four years we're already remaking a movie. It's, we are and we aren't, right? Because it's one of those weird reboot remake things. Yeah. But probably because there were there were positive points of character development in mm-hmm. that movie. But then there were other... What the fuck? Like, who's playing Harley Quinn in the, in the James Gunn movie? She, Margo's back? Is she back? And she I had, think it's going to carry... Like, Boomerang's back. I think some of them are going to carry over from the original okay. team. And I think it's going to be a continuation of where we left her off at Birds of Prey. Gotcha. I could be wrong. Because the... Uh, the oh, fuck, what's his name? I can't remember. The guy who was right below... The guy who I kept thinking was Clint Eastwood's son. Oh, Joel Kinnaman? Yeah, Joel Kinnaman. But Scott Eastwood is in that movie, but he's a, as a nothing character. <laughs> he is, yes. I think right before Birds of Prey, we watched the extended cut of Suicide Squad just to refresh. Is Kinnaman coming to yeah, he's the... back. Is he back? Okay. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis is back. Okay. So enough has well, been Viola carried. Davis was fucking brilliant. Well, yeah, man. they carried over all the best elements, yeah. minus the Joker, which we could argue about and we will talk about. I can't wait to see. Yeah, Leto. but they're bringing him back. Zack Snyder sent him a personal thank you mm-hmm. for coming back, for revisiting that character, for reshoots after he was com- almost completely edited oh. out of the original movie. Well, yeah, but and he was lambasted for that movie too. Like, and it's not his fault. He's not in it enough to flesh anything out. I don't think Affleck's been in any of these movies enough to flesh but anything out. But what I love out, is it looks like problem. it's a completely different character in the same movie, right? And I so, think if he had been fleshed out, because there's calls for an A or cut now of Suicide Squad, because a similar thing yeah. happened where not once but twice they they butchered a movie in the editing room yeah. because the studio was too reactionary to like, oh, I God, mean, you this had that one character that was a, a, a fairly recognized, Adam Beach mm-hmm. was a recognizable actor from a bunch of good movies. Right? And people were like, hold on, he was here for 30 seconds and his He's head like, got blown off? Oh god, that shit! Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, was that supposed you're to like, be a oh, joke? Oh, he's in the movie. Then yeah, he's dead. What? Uh huh. Yeah. So, I think having BVS, Suicide Squad, and Justice League around the same time with mm-hmm. only Wonder Woman as like the oh, this is a hit. Little people buffer. like it because yeah. we just let Patty Jenkins make her own movie minus the last third, which people complain about. And she yeah, said but here's in the interviews. thing. But but here's the thing. I mean, you've already had the BVS failure. You already mm-hmm. had the Suicide Squad failures, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and it's su- a, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to correct. Like critical failure. Suicide Squad made bank though. Right. But the, Justice that's League did not. BVS right. made bank, but not enough bank. Right, they, but you didn't have to Justice League yet, right? So right. you already had Man of Steel and people saying, oh, Henry Cavill's great, but the movie was terrible. Right. Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ben Affleck is Batman? What the fuck? Well, let's talk about that real quick, because BVS... Well, if, let me make my point real quick, and then we sure. can come back to that. So I don't think people expected Wonder Woman to, to be come out good. and be as good as and it was. And confident, and it felt like a filmmaker made this movie. Right, right. Um, but it also still maintained some of the qualities and characteristics and storylines. Kudos to Patty Jenkins sure. for maintaining that, even though those she previous films had right. failures. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was that. Now back to BVS. Well, like the three-hour cut is still a mess, but it makes a little more sense. The cut they released into theater mm-hmm. was so convoluted and all over the place. Yeah. We watched this again, I think, at your apartment at one time. I think we did, and I think I commented like the the fight with. Was it Dark Side was was better? Uh, Doomsday. Doomsday. That it was longer. It right. just seemed to go longer. 
Is so that was the three hour cut that we watched. Then, yeah. Probably. Okay. I would. Yeah. I think we made a little an bit more Lex Luthor. A little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah. Which I mean, that movie's just a mess, yeah. and I don't know why. I think it's because they're trying to hurry through their world building that he that he felt like he had to introduce this and introduce this and introduce this instead of just telling whatever story he Does, wanted to tell. Now that I think about it, did it feel like they were trying to correct mistakes in Man of Steel? I think so. At the beginning of I th- BVS? I think so. And it failed miserably? Uh, yep. Yeah. And then throughout, because then when they're doing the Doomsday Because at the same time, fight, they're introducing Ben Affleck as the they're Batman. They're doing too much. Yeah. They're doing way too much. Like, yeah. you can't just go straight from Iron Man 1 to Avengers and expect people not to Why be like... Why didn't they do a Ben Affleck Batman movie prior to BVS? I don't know. I... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought the Matt Reeves one was supposed to originally be a Ben Affleck directed B- Batfleck movie, right? I don't know. With uh, Deathstroke, who shows up at the end of Justice League. See, I thought Matt Reeves came around with an original project. I could be wrong, but I thought that's how this whole thing hmm. started, I, it, and then we, he we could transitioned be. it away. I don't know. Maybe we could reach out to some of our friends that do an actual movie podcast and ask them. Yeah. Right. Research is fun. I've been waiting for that one laugh from you tonight, Chris. <laughs> well, anyway, so like, I don't think any mo- any of the movies have been like god awful. They've been close, but I just I think it's baffling how they've they've gone up. Like, I think Warner Brothers is to blame. I don't think it's the Snyderverse's yeah. fault. I don't think it's the filmmakers' fault or the characters' fault because like these are good. Characters with solid stories. We're trying to I do think, too much. I mean, I think if I look at the nine, mm-hmm. right? I think for me, Batman versus Superman was my least favorite. That one is Suicide Squad. I'd have to, I'd have to look through again. But let's, let's, let's keep going down the line because we've okay. already. So talked next one about... is Suicide Squad. Right. So in, Margot Kidder introduced Rob Margot Kidder. <laughs> Jesus She's Christ, dead. That's how old I am. <laughs> Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. um, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Enough right? to. She's been saved through the different projects. She was the Wonder Woman of the Justice League for the Suicide Squad. Yes. It she took was... me a while to realize what you were saying there, but I agree with you. <laughs> what I'm saying is they, the, when I think when Margot started performing as um, Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. that whoever was making that movie or whoever was on set had to be like, Okay, so we have got to make her a major part of this movie. It's one she, of those perfect castings, oh, right? Flirt. Yeah, absolutely. Hands down. And and Margot doesn't seem to be afraid to do anything either. So I'm just I'm happy because like Suicide Squad, not a critical darling, but a commercial darling. Yeah. Birds of Prey, commercial uh, critical darling, mm-hmm. not a commercial not a darling. Commercial darling. So, I'm, so I hope James Gunn's movie's a hit and we can keep putting her in things because she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Smith is Deadshot. Eh. Yeah. Eh. He's very Will Smith. Um, <laughs> Did you like anybody else in the movie other than her and maybe Joker? And would it surprise you, and you probably already know this, to, to, uh, to know that this was edited by a trailer house. <laughs> no. Doesn't that make sense? So the trailer I liked was a the hit. character of the warden in the prison. Oh, that one guy that's in like blockers and neighbors. Yeah. And he's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I liked that the so the Suicide Squad comic books always had kind of a side of humor to it. And right, I, but they're clearly I, trying to ape the Guardians style of weirdos and pop songs and things. Because, like, the uh, initial yeah. trailer I liked J- was a hit. Jay, who was the... Jay Rodriguez? Who? 
who played um, the fire guy. Diablo. Yeah, he played Diablo. I liked him. I thought he played... He's the only one with an arc in the fucking movie. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) And the only one who had any emotional bearing, well, other than Margot. That's true. But... He was definitely, he definitely, well, but he's a great actor. I mean, sure. wasn't he in Training Day? He was. Right. Also directed by David Ayer. Yeah. So, but he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. So, in spite of having this giant tattoo on his face, I thought that he really pushed the emotional levels of that character really well. well he's the only, between him and Enchantress, is the only thing resembling an arc or a plot going on. And Enchantress's arc was flat. Yeah. Well, that's mostly Kinnaman's arc, though. No, so Kinnaman's arc made sense, right? He right. fell in love with the scientist who was also enchanted. Viola Davis is like, we need these bad guys. Oh no, this but one went man, rogue. Man, I, I, oh no, I so wanted someone else for Enchantress. You don't like Kara Valerian, whatever her name Cara is. Kara Valerian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even remember her name. Um, Delavine. Yeah, Cara yeah. Cara Delavine. Which well, she which, waves around like a wacky inflatable well, car. That's, that's the enchantress. Yeah, it's, it's, but here's it's, the thing. Oof. So Cara Delevingne also did a show with Orlando Bloom on Amazon Prime where she played a fairy. <laughs> and um, I forgot about that. You laugh, but she was actually. I don't really, think she's a bad actress. She was no, no, no. She was a terrible actress in Suicide Squad, but she's gotten better since. Okay, and that that I think says a lot for her, mm-hmm. but it leaves a lot. To be wanted for Suicide Squad, the original Correct. one. Correct. Because if she brought the acting chops that she had in that series and in other things that I've seen her in well, since I don't, then. I don't know why she was the villain. You could have done something with Joker. Like, that's what everyone thought was going to happen. Well, that may have been the original Who plan. Who fucking knows yeah. at this point? Yeah. Right. That movie was pretty, it felt like it was pretty chopped up, You too. probably forget Batflex in that. I wonder if there is an A or arc to that that... No, he said online after the Snyder Cut made. He made said headway. there would be no A or cut. I saw that. Oh, he did. Yeah. Well, he he mentioned he, for a long time. He didn't talk about different scenes and things that got cut, and I'm like, I'd like to fucking see this. So they did that DC like Zoom uh, show, okay. right, right, right. And someone asked him, and he said there is no A or cut. That was his only response. I would like to see that still. We'll see. We'll see. We'll Everyone see. was like, we'll Snyder Cut doesn't exist. Snyder D- Cut. Well, doesn't we'll exist. see. Now it's with, coming out Thursday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> It doesn't exist yet. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, but we'll see. I think if the Snyder Cut succeeds, I'm wondering because Snyder's also said this is probably his last DC project. Yeah, so he I'm wondering. He said it is his last. DC we'll see because, like, never say never, right? If this yeah. is popular enough, Warner Brothers has been so reactionary so far. I don't see why they would be like, no, please direct another one that people like this or they yeah. or please. We'll do your cut. Speaking of I don't Suicide know. Squad, though, it's interesting that Gunn is doing both Marvel and DC movies. I think he's the only one that's crossed over yeah. so far. Other than Brian Singer doing Superman and X-Men, but fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so Wonder Woman was next. We love that movie. Yeah, we've already touched on that. I the thought... only thing is, the only thing bad about that movie is the last third, and that was the studio interference, because Patty Jenkins wanted to do something more soulful and... Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I don't have very many complaints about one. I don't either, but if there's if I have to nitpick, that would be it. I thought Chris Pine was the perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Gal Gadot was the perfect casting. She's so good. Well, here's the thing. I didn't think her acting was amazing in BVS. So I was worried, but mm-hmm. she's so good in Wonder Woman yeah. that I assume it's just a directing thing. You almost forget about previous actresses that have played Wonder Woman. Linda Carter, can't forget that. But I don't know who else has done it, but there are probably others. And you're right. There was a Wonder Woman TV show. 
They got canceled? It did get canceled. Um, after one season. Oof. It was a young unknown actress, and she was she was pretty great. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her name. Okay. She's done stuff since. I just don't can't bring a name to it. Oh, do you but. know Pedro Pascal was in that N eighty four? Was he? He was. I I I read that somewhere. And then I did confirm it, but I'm oh. like, huh, how about that? I did not know that. You were still like an unknown back then, but still. Oh, in the television series. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Um, so let's just move on to Justice League. We we talked a little Which bit. Which we've about touched it. on a little bit. Yeah, like, we liked it. And, but and it's, it's not it's, a good movie, and it's, it's clearly well, the studio interference. Is, is it fair the, for the us movie? to talk about it? I mean, it's fair because it was released. Correct. Right. But are you saying you want to wait and compare? Maybe next episode. I mean, it's a four-hour movie, so reality is we may have an entire podcast to compare and contrast. I the think two we movies. should do it. So let's transition away right. from that. We'll, we'll, wait we'll till hold we off. See it. We'll hold off. Um, we've already touched on, I think, the points that matter in moving Correct. forward in the discussion. So Aquaman was their first like billion-dollar movie, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. Jason Momoa. You had the entire Game of Thrones audience. Well, it came out at a good him. time. I think it was Christmas season. Yeah. Got asses in seats. I thought it was fine. It's too long. There's too much shit going on. I remember by the time we get to the underwater battle at the end, where it's like two and a half hours, mm-hmm. my eyes were glazing over. And um, also, I just need to say, Patrick Wilson looks like Bible Man, and it's very <laughs> distracting. <laughs> but um, you also had the original Mandalorian in it. Oh, you're... Played his dad. You're right. Yeah. No, he's Mo- he's uh, Moana's dad, he's Aquaman's mm-hmm. dad, and he's Boba Fett's mm-hmm. dad. And now he is Boba Fett. Now he is Boba Fett. Um, for me, Nicole Kidman... She's dressed as like the Predator at one point. Yeah, yeah, also very is. distracting. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, Nicole Kidman in a tight bodysuit is not necessarily... <laughs> yes. Even though she's like 80. Um, she's not 80. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> But then you also had Dolph Lundgren, right? Made me very happy. Who is back in the next Aquaman? Uh, yes. So, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. I don't know. It's there were. I have not seen it since theaters, even though I remembered liking it, and I do own it. And it's been what three years now, so that probably says yeah. something. So the interesting thing was the armor piece, right? So you have the original Aquaman armor, which is orange the orange green, one, right? Oh yeah. And then at the end of the movie, they find the armor. But the funny thing is, is it's just floating over a rock, and it so reminds me of like a video that. game where someone it really drops, does feel that someone way. drops armor, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna run across it." Level and the armor's up, gonna- bitch. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> So there were, you know, there were moments of it. Where James it was, Wan is the director's kind of hit and miss for me. He did. Like, what else has he done? The Conjuring, Saw. There's more. I'm my, my brain ain't working. It's been a long work day. Speaking of which, uh-huh. Spiral. I Chris wanted Rock. to see that. Yeah. That was supposed to fucking come out, man. It, sound, it looks like it's gonna be. He's good. hoping because Jigsaw sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the kid from a Bronx Tale in it, all grown up. Oh, I love that. Yeah, the one with the giant mole right there that mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm, talking about mm-hmm. when we were talking about the Jewish character, and yep. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> yeah, you did your research. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. You remembered. So that was in 2018, and then in 2019, David Sandberg, Zachary Maybe Levi, my favorite Shazam. DC movie. So I hated it. It's one I of my favorite it. comic book movies ever. But let's let's. Why did you not like it the first time did around? Did we see it in the theater together? Uh, there was an advanced screening that Fandango offered like a month early, and you right. and I took our boys, not the Cameron's biologically mine but still we we took our we took cameron i didn't like tristan you did not i loved it i loved it so but i think i've seen it four times since then 
I made you watch it maybe two once. of those times. You made me watch it Was it once? once? Okay. So, but I've definitely watched it twice on my own. Mm-hmm. And it has steadily climbed the list. Why? Why is that? So I think I went into it after seeing the trailers and saying this is nothing like any of the other DC comedy comic movies. Correct. And this is just going to be some stupid fucking comedy. A little bit. And then Zachary way. Levi and Kales fake muscles it. and things like that. Kales but then it turns it. out that he wasn't necessarily overwhelmingly padded. I mean, he pretty well bunk- bulked he up for the role. My dude did. So, I don't know. So, but then I think for me also, Jaiman Hansu. <laughs> he's another DC Marvel crossover because yeah. he was also an Aquaman. Yeah. And he's also in Guardians and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Dude likes to work. I mean, he's one of the, he's one of the best too, though. I mean, if you think of his work in Blood Diamond, mm-hmm. and then um, what was the How to Train Your Dragon? The pirate, two. or not the pirate movie, the slave movie where he played the slave on the ship. I know what you're talking about, but I do not remember what it's called. <sighs> and then good Gladiator, of course. Yeah. So I mean, he's steadily worked. He steadily put out quality work. Sure, sure. Um, but what changed for you, I guess? Because why I love this, and I think Aquaman. When I accepted the quirkiness of the Shazam story. Well, here's here's the thing. Starting with Wonder Woman, and then Aquaman and Shazam, uh-huh. and I think Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman '84. I think they're just letting directors do their thing now. There's not studio interference. Love those movies, hate those movies. They realize that's a James Wan movie. Jenkins, who no one really knows, can make a great movie. Mm-hmm. If we give her the reins. Right. So, but the other thing and is like. Shazam is very much a David Sandberg movie because he's still got his horror roots. Cause but DC also kind of did. They saw what Marvel was doing and did what they were doing. And, you know, they hired an Asian director to direct Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And then a female director to do Wonder Woman. And Birds of Prey. And Who, Birds I, of Prey. Asian woman director. <laughs> yeah, an Asian woman director. So it's like. But they're slowly climbing up the minority scale. And they're so, taking more risk, which I respect, because yeah. they would never make an R-rated movie like Birds of Prey. But then they also let Patty Jenkins make a movie like Wonder Woman 84. Which is weird. Which is essentially the television show. We'll get there, yeah. but there's a lot to unpack there. But yes, I think they are just letting them do their thing now. I didn't now. hate 84. No, I, mean, I didn't either, we, but there's a lot to unpack. The there's, I think there's still some more we could, we could say about yeah. it now that we've let it sit more. Yeah. But I love Shazam. It feels like a throwback. It's my second favorite in, this, in the group. I love that. What's your first? Yeah. Wonder Woman? Yeah. First and then Birds Wonder of Prey? Woman. No. Uh, which one? Birds of Prey is probably four. What's number three? Um, I still liked Justice League. I ain't going to take that away from you because I, mean, I was one of the defenders too. We watched it and we didn't hate it. it I think it's a fun movie. But it, it's felt, like a a Wonder, it felt movie. like a Wonder Woman vehicle for sure. And maybe that's why I liked it, because I liked Wonder Woman. And I so liked much. it was kind of a throwback to like the more Raimi, Burton, Christopher Reeve, Donner yeah. era. So it was eighty four. <laughs> I still think that scene where Wonder Woman walks across the field um of battle is still probably oh, so it, good. It, for me was one of the most emotional scenes that I've seen in a comic book. It's the most superhero thing I've ever seen. Right. right. And it was but it was badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we've got Birds of Prey. Which I loved, and I guess you didn't love as much. I didn't not love it. It's just... It's a very fun, very quirky, very raunchy, violent movie. them giving Margot Robbie... Mm-hmm. We'll use the word vehicle again. Sure. A vehicle to play Harley Quinn again. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn again. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like some of the casting. Which ones? 
Uh, who's the really tall girl with the little handheld crossbow? Oh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I didn't like her. Oh, I liked her. I like her as an actress. I didn't like her. In well, here's the role. problem with that. It's, it's called Birds of Prey, but it's very much a Harley Quinn movie. Because the Birds of Prey don't get a lot Well, to I do. mean, the original title was nine words long. Correct. And then people were complaining about the title, so they changed the name. Are they like Birds of Prey? Well, they Harley didn't Quinn change the right? name, but they started marketing it right. as Birds of Prey. Right. So. I loved it. Your son loved it. Cameron loved it. Yeah, Tristan was like, let's see it again when we were it's leaving It's so the much fun. Yeah. yeah. So that, I think you're going to hate me. Shazam's number one for me, and I think Birds of Prey's number two. I'm not gonna hate you. We just have we have very different tastes in movies sometimes, mm-hmm. and then somehow we cross over at points too. Sure. So. so Shazam and Birds of Prey are fun, and then Wonder Woman is just a damn good solid. And maybe that's it. Maybe movie. I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't wanting the fun Harley Quinn. It's a fun character. Maybe I kind of wanted the emotive, dark character that she played in Suicide Squad. And you'll probably get that in. I don't know, but maybe yeah. in James Gunn's movie. We'll but see. We'll see. But they really maybe they were trying to be a Deadpool. Yeah. In terms of how it's structured and how to break the fourth wall and that kind of character and it's rated on. Yeah, but that's that. that's that's Harley Quinn. I mean, I that's, agreed. that's her comic I agreed, book and it works. And I think Owen McGregor bothered me. Oh, I thought he was great. He's <laughs> acting up a storm. I don't know. Here's the problem. I don't think it absolutely had to be rated on. Fly R. fishing for salmon in the Yemen. Has ruined him for me. Okay. He's always Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, I think it would have done better if it was PG-13. I think that's what kind of shot it in the foot. Because yeah. I think everyone that would have loved a Harley Quinn movie couldn't go and see it. I think that there was also the the possibility of Joker making an appearance in it. That yeah, They went out of their way not to put Joker yeah, in the movie, yeah, except yeah. for, like, I think they used some Suicide Squad The interesting footage. thing is, do you, it, once we see the Snyder Cut, mm-hmm. does the question come up, had the Snyder Cut been the release that they put out, would the Joker have appeared? Right. Or if they hadn't fucked up Suicide Squad. Well, because the Joker that he played in Suicide Squad, right? Mm-hmm. Was clearly not the Joker that was supposed to be in the storyline. Right. So if that storyline carries over, then you're looking at a much darker, mm-hmm. much less fun. Well, I'm wondering. Cause I mean, the reality is that relationship was extremely abusive. Correct. Yeah. Well, I think Suicide Squad was supposed to be a darker movie until they changed the tone yeah. and did reshoots and editing and all that to make it whatever the hell it is now. Again, very reactionary. Yeah. I didn't hate Birds of Prey. Okay. Um,. I have a real issue with Rosa, Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Um, I don't know why. Okay. But she was in that the flight attendant show with Kaylee Cuoco. Mm-hmm. And I really who also liked, plays Harley Quinn? Or, yeah, also plays Harley Quinn. And apparently yeah. does a great job. I need to sit down and watch she that show. She won an award for it. Harley Quinn? Yeah. She Damn. won one of those animation awards for voicing Harley Quinn. Cool. I'm glad just, she's just out of a the, couple weeks ago. I'm glad she's out of the Big Bang. I'm, I mean, she got paid. But the guy who does Dr. Doofenshmirtz is also a voice on that show. Nuh-uh. That's how I know that she won, because he congratulated Dan Poppenmeyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. But then we transitioned into Wonder Woman 84, right? Which a lot of people have problems with, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. Because I know we've touched upon it a little bit, but now that it's been a few months, has, it, has your opinion of it changed at all? I still enjoyed it. I like it a lot, yeah. but like Cameron wasn't big on it. I think it. Pedro Pascal 
probably is what kept the movie together for me. It Which has a sucks lot of because problems. I liked Wonder Woman so much. Well, I think that's what's so baffling about it, right? Like as a sequel to Wonder Woman, yeah, with that has that tone yeah. and is set in World War One. To set it in the eighties and give it a Superman three tone, yeah, is a huge question mark. Well, but the reality is, is Superman three came out in the eighties, and that's mm-hmm. why it had that tone. I know, but why set it in the eighties at all? Because it's based off of the storyline that you see of Wonder Woman's progression. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I just think if they were trying to recapture the tone of Wonder Woman 1, why they went that route. But the benefit of this whole thing, though, right, is that they didn't call it Wonder Woman 2 when you showed up and it was an 80s movie. Sure. They called it Wonder Woman 1984. Right. You knew that the movie was happening. No, no, no. In 1984. I don't, I'm not saying they deceived people. Yeah. It just seems like a weird direction to take a Wonder Woman sequel. I don't know. I mean, I didn't hate it. I, I liked, liked it a lot. I liked I the too. initial Amazon sequence. Well, um, let me let me just say straight up, for people that say it felt like Superman 3 or the Raimi Spider-Man movies, I love those movies. Yeah. I was fine with it. The yeah. goofy-ass plot. It does feel more like the TV Wonder Woman than the DCEU Wonder Woman. Well, so the other benefit of the whole thing, though, is that... Gal Gadot was still a great Wonder Woman. She just doesn't have a lot to do. There just wasn't a lot for her to do. It's more Pedro Pascal's movie. Yeah, absolutely. Which I'm not complaining about. Did he fall asleep? No, he's doing something to the top of his head. Oh, it's his elbow. Okay. His elbow? I thought he was like indicating something to me, like rubbing my neck. He's calling you. (laughs) 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 So, but yeah, but, but so here's the thing like Pedro Pascal, like. For me, I feel, and I don't pay attention enough to know if he's underrated, but he feels underrated. I think so. You know? And, um, I mean, if you think of him from the Mandalorian standpoint, he's got a giant metal thing on his head the whole time. And you still feel every emotion yeah, that the Mandalorian Yeah, to with a bucket has. on your head yeah. is, is hard. As a man that chooses not to show his emotion, yeah. that's hard to get a character out of that, but he did. Yeah. And then, you know, there comes a period of time in the movie where we're like, man, this guy's a dick to his obviously adopted kid. Mm-hmm. But then at the very end, it comes back and he's just breaking the fuck down and you feel every bit oh, of that clear. emotion. It's clear. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And he looks at his kid and he's like, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. And his kid's still like, no, you're you're not. <laughs> you know? And it's just mm. because that's the innocence of children. And um, It's a wacky ass plot, though. Let's just acknowledge that. It's... <laughs> when I was like, oh, it's about a it's, wishing stone? It's like Patty Jenkins. Oh, Grabbed a comic book and literally translated that comic book into a story. I think she's also a fan of super wacky ass Superman three, yeah. and she's well, like, "I want to make that kind che- of movie." It's the Cheetah storyline. Sure, it's ripped directly from a sure, comic. Sure, sure, sure. So I would be interested to see if Patty Jenkins is tied to the third Wonder Woman, and if she takes the reins. At and this just... point, she is, but due to the reaction of this movie, I'm I'm interested to see if that sticks. But that, but I mean, it's like both ends of the spectrum, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, you have this one that's just a banging success and critical and commercially, yeah, yeah, right. And then you have this one that's very. Divisive. I mean, it was still a commercial success. No, yeah, a lot of people like watched in an it. odd time for it to come out. Correct, you know. I don't know. I, I liked know. it too, man. I'm not I trying to it. shit on you, and I get the problems with it. But like, yeah. as I a, think I'm gonna. I will own it. I, 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 I will too. No, I yeah. own all of them so far, just yeah. to own them. All right. But like so, tonally, like to go from Man of Steel to Wonder Woman '84, like you can see like why this is the more course correction universe compared yeah. to how all the Marvel movies sort of feel the same. Yeah. 
But that could be a good thing because they're also doing side projects that aren't related to this, like Joker, which was a huge success, mm-hmm. the Batman, which people are. Do you think hell the for. possibility exists for the Joker character to get his own movie after the Snyder Cut releases? If it if it's a good storyline, they've talked about doing a Joker and Harley movie, and I'm hoping that gets some more legs after this. But again, that's going to be very difficult, especially in 2021, because it's literally. An extremely abusive relationship. And they kind of touched upon that in yeah. Birds of Prey, so I'm interested to see how they, they do that Unless now. it's an original story, I don't know if it can be done. Well, there, let's go over some of the, the upcoming movies, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I so think there's... it's interesting to be like, well, now that we got the Snyder Cut, where do we go from here? Because the Snyder Cut's very different than Wonder Woman 84, which are the two last yeah. projects they did. There's six DCEU movies in production right now. Okay. You've got Justice League. Well, that's out of production. That's clearly. Gonna, that's coming out Thursday, right? Coming out Thursday. Well, like, by the time this comes out, it will probably already be out. So it's the Suicide Squad, which is the James Gunn one, which is scheduled for later this year. Oh, interesting! I forgot yeah. about that. So that's one of the HBO Max and theaters ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you've got the Flash. Now let's talk about the Flash. Well, that's their because there's talk of. Uh, MCU Spider-Man 3 being kind of the multiverse movie, and then this movie, I think, is coming out after that, and they're right. trying to do their own DC version of that, where, like, the Burton Batman's coming so in. So it's been pushed twice. Okay. By a year. Okay. It was originally supposed to come out in 2020, and they didn't even start production on it. Hot damn. And that was not COVID-related. It was star-related. Oh, because he pushed a woman or something? Well, so originally, he wouldn't be in the movie unless he was able to write and produce it. Really? Yes. Okay. And then he submitted the... After his excellent brunch line from Justice League, he thinks he can write his own movie? (laughs) He submitted the script, and the studio said, okay, we'll cast someone else. Mm -hmm. And so he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Slow down, Maurice. You called my bluff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so he hired... His production company that mm-hmm. he started for this script Quote, writing unquote. Um, hired some additional writing staff. and What the fuck? Then <laughs> Warner Brothers is... So now this, all the script for Flash is credited and to And they're doing Flashpoint, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I liked... What's his name again? I can never remember. Ezra Miller. Thank you. I liked him as the Flash. I thought he, he has the personality for it. No, he's the best part of that movie, yeah. probably. Um, so... I wasn't opposed to him being the Flash, mm-hmm. but then Grant Gustin is doing such a fucking good job on on the WB or oh, CW. Did you, didn't Ezra show up in their uh, mm-hmm. multiverse thing, mm-hmm. which was the only DCEU reference? Which would be interesting to see if Grant Gustin shows up. They could do that shit. But that's the thing is the studio, as soon as Ezra came and said, I have to write the script. And they're like, bye. Is they were, okay, well, I mean, we have someone who is successfully playing the Flash. Mm-hmm. Sure. And like thirteen seasons, right? And this is a multiverse story anyway, so we could easily so bring we him could in. Easily bring him in, right? Yeah. Um. So there was a little bit of fan uproar, but that's kind of died down. And I think I think they did it well, especially after the pushing incident. Mm-hmm. Sure. In kind of delaying, delaying, and people keep getting farther from check. people's mind, right? But I mean, they're still announcing casting for that. They just announced. When are they filming? I don't know. When is this bitch supposed to come out? 2022. But they we'll did. See. They did just announce the casting of his love interest. Oh, I thought Supergirl just got announced too. No, and the great. It's a racially diverse casting. It's a black girl, which is cool. Oh, cool. Um, kind of like the Flash television series. Oh, cool. Um, 
I don't know what she's been in, but she's beautiful. Sure. Um, hopefully she can act. There's that, isn't there? So, but Andy Machete is tied. The it guy. Yeah. Um, and we enjoyed his it. Even if chapter two is a mess, but it's not his fault. Yeah. Stephen King was on cocaine. So, um, I mean, the possibility exists for it to be good. And The Flash is one of my all-time favorite. Sure. The Flash and Daredevil are probably my two all-time favorite oh, comic cool. book characters. Well, I think Flashpoint's one of the best comics. Mm-hmm. Storylines that were yeah. written too. It's super cool. Yeah. Oh, they could play with that. Again, uh, do I think they're doing it a little too early? Yes, but I think MCU did Civil War way too early too. So. Yeah, but the reality that was a good is, movie. is there have been successful Flash television shows that kind of already established a generation of Flash fans for at least two generations. Well, it's like how Wonder Woman didn't get a movie till just now. It's like the character's so popular. Why did it take this yeah. long? Well, but yeah, and what—that's the thing though. Like you only really had the one successful series of Wonder Woman, and that was like late seventies, early eighties. She's one of the big three, though. Right, but. With Flash, you had the Flash in the early 90s mm-hmm. with the guy who now plays Grant Gustin's dad oh, cool. on the Flash on the CW. So you've had two very successful mm-hmm. multiple season runs of the Flash. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you can take a Flashpoint series and use that as the introductory movie for the solo Flash. Because everyone's kind of... The generations that are going to see that movie uh-huh. are familiar with how was the Flash created? What's his origin right. story? I'm just worried like how they rushed to Justice League, how they rushed to the death of Superman, all that. I'm worried they're going to do that with this and not let it breathe. You don't think three years is breath enough? I mean, development hell might do it some good. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and maybe pushing it past... COVID lockdown will help as well. True. So, but then after the Flash, you have Aquaman two, which is currently James in production. Wan coming back. Uh, James Wan is directing it. Cool. When is that supposed to come out? Uh, twenty twenty two. Okay. They have already started is production. Is he still on doing it. his fucking trench movie? Nobody want to see that. I don't know. Um, Dolph Lundgren is back. Amber Heard is back. Uh, I thought she was kicked off officially. Nope. No, she's still there. Damn it. Yeah, Janet. Jesus, God. Um, So Uh, I I didn't have enough of a problem with James Wan version in the first place to worry about it. eh. We'll see. Eh. Depends on the story. True. So hopefully it's better. Yeah, and they've been pretty quiet about the story for Aquaman too. So sure. I mean, we'll see it. Yeah, it made a billion dollars. Why wouldn't they make another one? So Shazam: Fury of the Gods has gotten pushed again to 2023. Fuck. We already talked about that, so it's not against. Yeah, it's right, because they gotta. But it's been pushed four times. But they gotta film that fucker before those kids grow up. Yeah, so it's gonna be four years after the original release. Damn, son. Um, so that'll be interesting. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Black Adam is also coming. Uh, Black Adam, which is, is connected. That's to that the last character. announced in production DCEU movie right okay. now. Okay. Stars. And then the are Rock. they gonna cross them over after that? The Shazam and Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I think Black Adam is actually in Fury of the Gods. Oh, okay, maybe. But that's the one with the triplets. Oh, okay. Because yeah. you see Black Adam briefly in the first one. We're yeah. talking about, I gave this mad powers once, and this happened, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it kind of looks like The Rock. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. So, but then apparently The Rock is running for president in 2024, so. We are in some weird hell alternate universe, ain't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's the existing DCEU. What about some ones that are... In development, hell. Do they have those listed somewhere? I didn't see a list of those. The only other one that I saw was Peacemaker. Well, it's getting his own show, though. Yeah. On HBO Max. Okay. That's, yeah, that's what I saw. Was James Gunn just wrote that on a whim in lockdown, and then it got made. Yeah, because well, cool. they loved it. Yeah. 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 
Love that man. So all over the place, but final consensus? Uh, so here's the thing. If I sit down and I watch the DCEU movies from start to finish, they make sense. In, in, totally all over in the release place. order. Sure. Right? If I try and do that with the Marvel movies, first of all, it's 30 movies versus nine. Mm-hmm. Some of them, and if you watch them in for... release order, they don't really make a whole lot of sense. They do, but you're right. In release order, no. In chronological order, yes. <laughs> if this was YouTube, you'd be getting all kind of comments, but I see what you mean. <laughs> um, so there's benefits to the way the DCEU has been doing things. I think there have been more failures than successes. That's true. I think the recent movies have been They're getting better. Yeah. I think Wonder Woman 84 for a lot of people was a step in the wrong direction, but we liked it. Yeah. We'll see. But I think through Aquaman, through Shazam, through Birds of Prey, through Wonder Woman 84, they're getting wackier. Yeah. And I don't think, especially fans fans of the Snyderverse version, (laughs) probably aren't too happy about that. Yeah, but... I mean, Aquaman wasn't necessarily wacky as much as it was. I feel like Jason. It gets Momoa's goofier with what they're. Well, well, I mean, the whole Aquaman mythos and Atlantis and all that. You can't help but get a little wacky because there's like a octopus playing the drums at one point. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes with the territory. Patrick Wilson looks like Bible Man. Julie Andrews plays a squid or some shit. It was weird. Julie Andrews. Yeah, you don't even remember her in that movie. When he's getting his little outfit, she plays the the beast. Huh. Mm-hmm. Who played his mom in that movie? Nicole Kidman. We just talked about that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> How long did she live down there? 30s I mean, he was years? a ba- I mean, he was a baby when she disappeared, yeah. right? So it would have had to have been. <sighs> that's, that's why crazy. she looks like the predator. Pardon the yawn. Mm-hmm. So. So. How are we doing on time? I think we're pretty close. We, are we close? Yeah. Because I didn't yeah. know if you wanted to talk about WandaVision, just get it over. No, with. let's let's save that. Okay. I mean, and, and even if we don't talk about it, I think I'll be fine. Talked enough. Yeah. I mean, I think there were people that enjoyed it. Those are the Marvel purists. For me, there was one piece that I enjoyed about it, and that was how Vision's going to be returning. Um, but, I mean... Um, Wednesday. Isn't that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier starts on Wednesday? I believe Friday, The actually. 17th? I thought it was the 17th. It might be the 19th. But it is this week. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I'm really excited about. Early early press for it? Did you see that we found out who Noob Master 69 is? Yeah, some guy from Winter Soldier nobody cares about in an Xbox <laughs> promo. <laughs> what are you be? talking about, dude? He was like one of the funniest parts of Winter Soldier. You're right. They're in the but Apple I forgot store, about him. Like, I've been Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> it's like looking in a mirror. It was pretty funny. But every, well, there were like theories it was going to be Deadpool or alternate yeah. universe Th- Loki or something. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's just a guy. That's cool. Yeah, and, and it sucks that they released it in kind of the most... Disney way in an Xbox commercial. Right. You know, so. mm, meh. But it's mm, meh. Are you going to be watching weekly or are you waiting? Um, are you going to be watching weekly? Or I have no idea. I'm not, as in, I'm not as into this one as WandaVision. Cause really? Because WandaVision had the mystery that had everyone hooked. And I just, the Evan Peters thing. You was, mean the mystery that never panned out? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Evan Peters thing was like, all right, I got to fucking watch this thing. And then. Oh, because it, for a boner joke? All that for a boner joke? I know. Joke? I'm pissed. Yeah. Well, they know what they did, too. They're like, ooh, X Men, is it in the. Nope, just boner joke. Fuck you. Um, Someone mentioned that Aaron Taylor Johnson is appearing in 
the next in the Doctor Strange movie? Really? Because they announced a bunch of cameos for that movie. Yeah. So I'm interested I to see. I read somewhere that Aaron Taylor Johnson may show up in the news. Good, because they went out of their way to not put him in one division in flashbacks or otherwise. I wonder if they just couldn't get him. Because of Tenet? I don't know. I mean, he may have been off filming somewhere. Or... It could be. That could very well be. So who knows? I want to watch Tenet on my Game Boy like that guy I made. <laughs> Aren't there 16 of them? Didn't he put them on 16 different cartridges? I think there's five of them. Yeah, there are five of them. I thought I read today 16, but... They fit Shrek and Shark Tale on one cartridge once upon a time. You see Shrek's coming back to the theaters? Yeah, 20th anniversary. It feels old. You want to go see it? No, it looks like shit. Oh. (laughs) Like, I was looking at that going, oh my god, is that what animation from DreamWorks looked like? It was. It's terrible. You go and watch Ants, it looks like an N64 game. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, this has been Popcorn Tribunal. We talked about a little bit about the DC Extended Universe. so Quite um, a bit, actually. Yeah. And we'll be back doing it again. Yeah. So next, we're going to watch um, this week, probably yes. before we'll figure this out episode a actually releases. We will we'll figure out a day. It. to. We'll probably take a day to watch the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. We'll make a point to do it. If and it's then, out Thursday, let me know. We'll work around that. And then we'll have a conversation talking about the original Whedon version. Versus, Are you going to watch the Whedon one again? I've already watched it again. Should I do that? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, I may watch it with Wendy just to see if she wants to watch it. Let me know. I can come for that. Yeah. I need to. I kind of. It's been a while. I want to yeah. have a fresh comparison. I kind of want to watch it after. Because if I watch it before, I'm going to be comparing, like, oh, you just grabbed that from the original one, right? Yeah. Cool. We'll talk about it then. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. No problem. You awake in there, buddy? Oh, yeah. CICRoasters.com. If we're even putting the producer to sleep, that's a good sign. (laughs) Hey, I think the Philippines are still on board, by the way. You guys are the real Gs out there. We're still doing okay there. Do you get HBO Max out there? Fortunately, I cannot ship coffee to the Philippines. I mean, ship you could. You probably that would be pay a fifty dollar additional charge. Right. <laughs> but anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Check mm-hmm. us out Instagram and Twitter. We're at Popcorn Tribunal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on some updates for the website popcorntribunal.com. Yep. And definitely check out our YouTube channel. We're YouTube. gonna we're gonna get back to that. YouTube.com/slash/popcorntribunal. I think Snyder Cut's gonna take. Tyler spilled coffee week. on his laptop, so we lost four popcorn minis. So yeah, we did new never heard of too. A and we're never watching that again. So sorry. I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna try and get the all ladies, the Twilights, yes, and watch all of the Twilights, yes. Um, and then I don't know, maybe we do a Justice League mini prior to watching the. So actually, record us watch. Well, I don't know, because then I don't want to talk through it. Oh, okay, never mind. We'll figure something out. Edit that out, Chris. <laughs> Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Smirnoff Ice Smash Blue Raspberry and Blackberry is terrible. I have a headache now. Thanks for that.